I V M. You're listening to My Neighbor Zuckerberg. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to another episode of My Neighbor Zuckerberg. I'm host number one, Munaf Kapadia, and I'm host number two, Nabil Merchant. At My Neighbor Zuckerberg, we invite guests who are incredibly ordinary people. These are people who eat the same food that all of us eat. Okay, mm-hmm. these are people who breathe the same air. Uh, some of them might have even shared an Uber with you recently, and you didn't realize. But you know what makes them extraordinary? It's their journey. It's the their journey that they are willing to embark. The one that involves them letting go of that monthly paycheck and bracing complete uncertainty. Becoming Frodo Baggins. Ah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, they become the ring bearer for you know the thing that for the problems that they're trying to solve, for the opportunities that they're trying to take advantage of. Right. So. Um at this stage, we'd like to introduce a guest who I'm incredibly excited about. So we've got, uh, you know, the founder of the Great Next. The Great Next dot com is an adventure portal. Uh, Amit Thakkar is our guest for today. Uh, he's uh, taken a lot of trouble and a lot of research to actually put this entire uh, portal or platform together, and it's easily one of the best adventure portals that we have in India. It's so interesting that it's got so much of information, you know, about uh, each uh, adventure trip that they have, right? From paragliding to scuba diving to rafting to rock climbing, you know, uh, weekend trips, treks, to, uh, multiple things. At the LOC, <laughs> <laughs> that's the latest one. Stranding, I've heard. <laughs> so um, Amit's journey is is fantastic, you know, and and it's important that you know we have. His uh, story out there, right from uh, being in the U.S., you know, in his early twenties, to actually uh, being a individual hiker, you know, to actually conducting tours in the U.S., then finally coming back to India, working in a digital marketing agency, focusing his entire work on travel, and then finally taking the plunge and beginning the great next. Amit, tell us more about your journey. Thanks for that introduction, guys. Thank you very much. Um, the journey, the journey's been pretty long. Um, I am a Bombay boy. Um, I started working as a guide for adventure travel companies back in 97, 98. Wow. I'm really old, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when I was still in college, uh, great job. One of the best jobs I've ever had. Got to travel. Uh, went f- for my bachelor's to the US. Uh, came back. Uh, after I came back, I, I, you know, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't join a job straight away, right? So I took a year off, a gap year. Back then, there was the phrase gap year didn't exist, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So I took a gap year and worked. Uh, I didn't have any money to travel, so I worked again as a guide. Um, the good thing about that year was I traveled across the country uh, with adventure travel companies, taking groups, school groups, college groups, corporates, individuals, to all kinds of trips. So uh, this is trekking. your early 20s, like, right? This when is your early 20s, 23, 24, yes. Wow. I worked uh, through college. I, I paid for my own college degree. Back then, it was easier to work legally in the US. This was pre-9-11. Right. Um, so I was pretty much through a midlife crisis at 23 because I spent four years in the US trying to finish a four-year degree in three years, uh, working two jobs, sometimes three jobs sure. uh, simultaneously to pay for my education. So I came back and I'm like, 
you know what? I need a break at twenty hmm. three, right? And uh, otherwise, I'm going to lose my mind. So all the tracks were in the US, right? So your graduation. There were some US? U- some tracks in the US, but when I came back to India, yeah, I was, was I I I took a gap year in India. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So worked for adventure travel companies, went traveled across this country, Himalayas, uh, Lakshadweep, scuba diving. Oh, at twenty one, twenty two. At twenty three, yeah. Oh. So it was it was it was a great time, right? I, I remember every time I would come back from a trip, people would be complaining. Oh, I got to go back to work on Monday. Amit, what are you going to do? I was like, ah, Monday I'm at home, but Tuesday I'm heading off to Sikkim, right? So people would hate me on the way oh, back on these trips. And and this is at a time when there is uh, no such concept of social media and like nothing. putting up updates and saying, "Main lakshadweep mein hoon ya, main Sikkim mein hoon ya." Nothing, 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 nothing. That, that pressure wasn't there. Oh <laughs> no, I'd like to ask a question right up front. Uh, like. Even things which you're most passionate about, if you just keep on doing it, they get boring. Did That's that ever true. happen with? It did. Mm-hmm. It did. I actually tried to start my own adventure travel company as an operator, a mm. ground operator back then. And uh, partly I was too naive. I didn't have any money. I didn't know how business worked. Yeah. Uh, I didn't understand marketing. But that's also one of those things, right? The trek to Mathuran, for example, is beautiful, right? But if you do it. Eight times, nine times a year, it can get pretty frustrating, mm. right? And that's one thing I realized back then that that's not what I want to do. Right. I don't want to take different people to the same destination over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. I I wanted to do my adventure at my, <laughs> you know, um, at my will. You're gonna love right? this year. Yeah. But it was still a great year, right? I mean, I compared it to a lot of my peers, and they spent it. you know working in a bank or you know things like that and i was like hey i have no money but you know i've been to sikkim three times this year what what did you do right and they were like yeah i went to the mall you know so it was pretty good right but it was not a comparison but like right. i was like i i'm glad i didn't go to the mall right i mean it was about me it was not about you know what other people were doing that's mm. that's insane i i, yeah. I love that line on it uh, yeah yeah it's 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 about your adventure yeah it was about my adventure yeah. and um So actually, a uh, shortly after that is when the idea actually struck. So I'm talking 2003 is when wow. the uh, idea actually germinated. I worked with a lot of adventure operators who didn't know how to do marketing. They didn't know sales. They didn't know how city people thought. Uh, and they were like, "Yeah, Ramit, why don't you join us as sales? You mm. speak good English. You know city folk. Right. And you're passionate about this. Yeah. yeah, and you're passionate, and you understand the sport. Right." And I had a lot of friends who told me that, "Hey, Amit, you've done a lot of this adventure. Why don't you tell us where to go, where to go next, mm. right, for our next holiday?" Right. So that grew, you know, over the years. I got into digital because, again, adventure didn't pay the bills, so I got into digital. And then somewhere around two thousand seven, two thousand six, the idea became solid, and mm-hmm. I knew this is something that had to be built. Mm. Mm-hmm. And ten years later, here I am. I just built it. Oh, so, man. Yeah, but it was it. It had to be built. Can Can we get Amit to do some of the script writing for my neighbor's Akbar? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, each and every, and and I actually mean this on a very serious note. You reek of uh, cheesy lines <laughs> of of what it means to be an entrepreneur. He's literally inspiring me, and he's and he's held his uh, passion, his vision. For like more than a decade, man. I mean, just think about that. And how many of how many of us? Yeah. Uh, how was that? Yeah. How, how did you manage to do that? Right. So that's it was hard. Constipation. Like. <laughs> it, it was hard. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was hard because the number of people 
who I respected, mm. including people in the digital space who told me this is the worst idea ever. Yeah, why don't you stick uh, to, to why, don't you, why don't you stick to, you know, the daily grind yeah. in the cubicle and that'll be a lot better for you. Especially because then at the end of it you can buy a house, you can buy a fridge, you can buy a washing Car, machine and, that, yes. and you can get the platinum the credit card. Yeah. And yeah, and an iPhone or whatever. And I was like Thanks, but pass. You know, I like Android. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But dude, what's your biggest adventure? Like, what's the most exciting thing that you ever did? What's the most exciting thing I did would be. Um, oh, that's a tough question. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of adventures that have really pushed me. Right. Um, if I go back ten years, I did a basic mountaineering course in Sikkim. That was something else. Uh, to be in the shadow of the Kanchenjunga at twenty thousand, at seventeen, eighteen thousand feet—not on the Kanchenjunga, in the shadow of it—but is something else. Uh, right. And that course really puts you through, um, you know, some tough times, right? Uh, so I learned a lot there. I saw a lot there. But but the raw beauty of the Himalayas is something that I truly saw. Actually, in Sikkim, uh, spectacular stuff. So that that would be up there. Uh, last year, I went scuba diving in Philippines. Uh, I just got certified there. Um, Congratulations! Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, that was that was something else. Uh, Philippines as a country is spectacular. Um, their their yeah their landscape is f- fantastic. And then you know just you go underwater and we were down to almost thirty five forty meters. Wow, that's, different, that's world, different world, that's different world, different world. Head so, so <laughs> off the top of my head, th- those are a couple of things that come to mind. My wife and I did a six month sabbatical around the world. Wow. Of which uh, the Great Wife. La- Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, three years ago, uh, we we did one six months around the world, and of that three months was a road trip from New York to San Francisco. Mm. That I a mean, road trip from New York to San Francisco how over three months. Like how, how, uh, how, how long is that distance again? Can yeah. you? Uh, it's about uh, four thousand two hundred miles, but Holy because we went zigzag, we did eight thousand miles. That is incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are so that that that, that trip had only great moments. Yeah, it's a good thing. Fuel is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be surprised <laughs> how that, cheap that must have been really like amazing, right? So from New York to San Francisco, okay, and yes. that you completed an entire trip in uh, three months. Yeah, ninety wow. nights of which seventy were in a tent. The rest twenty in about sixty-five in a tent. The rest mm. in friends' houses. Or hotels. Wow. wow. You know what intrigues me is uh, how did you find the great wife to uh, compliment <laughs> uh, something like the great next? Yeah, because because from what you're saying, it sounds like your companion is totally in sync with. She is. Yeah. She she's a co-founder in the great next. She oh. she writes all our content and wow. she runs a content team and runs our social media and. All right, guys, it's time for a break. We're just taking a very quick trek and coming back. <laughs> Guys, we are back after that lovely trek. Okay, I'm going to dive into the details of your venture. How did you finally get building this platform, uh, an idea which you had treasured for such a long time? So, um, I worked in a, a digital agency for about seven, eight years. Um, yeah. So after the after the whole, you know, trekking in my early twenties and working as a freelancer, I did twelve, ten, twelve years of corporate work. And then finally, I got to a point where 
um, I was not happy with what I was doing. And I said, you know, both of us won, me and my wife, uh, my wife and I. And we said, okay, uh, let's figure out what we want to do. But let's go on a six-month sabbatical and then figure it out there what we want to do. And obviously, job opportunities were always an option, right? But we right. were keen to do something on our own, right? So we, we hit the road. We spent a lot of time debating, you know, should we take a job? We'll make more money. You know, we can buy this and we can buy that. Or should we start something on our own, put all our savings into that, and then make some money down the road? And, I mean, it was not as simple as that. It was a lot more complicated. And then finally we said, okay, let's let's see if this adventure travel platform makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we were in Thailand for about three months. Uh, and we spent, a, we started, I started crunching some of the numbers, talking to friends. and then On the beach while sipping a pinacolada. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally it made more and more sense. Uh, I'm a very data-driven guy. So the idea was also, can we help our friends who, who are adventure tour operators uh, get more sales and get more business and so that they don't have to shut down and take corporate jobs right and uh, that's why data was important right like can we actually make a business out of it not just to support ourselves but to make it interesting for people who are actually on the forefront of adventure yeah, all, all the stakeholders and yeah, yeah 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 oh, this is interesting this is a very interesting thought here. so it so makes sense uplifting the entire ecosystem Space, exactly yeah. and and we were talking about safety earlier right a lot yeah. of reasons why a lot of operators cannot operate at global safety standards is because the amount of money they make right and because mm. the average indian traveler even the adventure traveler is haggling them down right so right. Uh, the guy's on wafer thin margins already doesn't right. know how to market his product so we said okay we'll build this and then the first option Mihir was my partner Mihir was a no brainer right um, he's he's okay. somebody I've worked with 8-9 years uh, he's an award winning designer uh, yeah. and you see it on the site I mean it's a beautiful site oh yeah and uh, we, we get along really well so that, that was a no brainer my wife was a no brainer because uh, she's great <laughs> at content and uh, you know why well, both of us laughing we stop that was the three of us right and then uh, getting the tech pieces wasn't that difficult uh, but uh, uh, just for our listeners yeah. because uh, unfortunately a podcast is a non-visual <laughs> medium uh, when Amit said getting the tech piece was not difficult uh, he gave us a thumbs down indicating <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it's, of it's course a, I mean he's been in the digital marketing space for like good for a good 10 years man. I mean it was just so easy for him to put everything together no 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 not true it, it had its share of ups and downs and anyone who's built a tech platform knows that so I'll, that, that's the boring stuff right but yeah and then you know we got it going and then you know we put a lot of our own money in it and we were lucky that we had a couple of friends who who helped us out mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean you know a little bit of money a little bit of smarts a little bit of content a little bit of design the right team and the right okay. team and, and a lot of help right like we, we've been very lucky we've had people come out of the woodwork to help us right like people we don't know right and they're like hey you know what I can help you with this and it's like wow. how much will you charge us and it's like no 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 screw it you know you can when fee. you make it big you know we'll, we'll you know we'll even it out and that, that's been great, right? Like that's been the one of the rewarding things about this journey in the last couple of years is people literally coming out of the woodwork to help us out on different fronts. You know, you know right. Munaf, actually, that really happens, right? So, you know, the day you decide to uh, plunge into building your own uh, company or your own startup, right? Yeah. Uh, suddenly, you'll find, uh, you know, people 
uh, actually relating to your own passion and they say that hey you know what we're going to help you build this and they are the real angels and they are the, the real angels they, they are the, the real, real angels, angels right? Uh, right you know so that's that's what really helps uh, if you're all listening i think uh, angels uh, angel investing is what we're talking about because that becomes that's become the more popular term that goes around for, yeah, that, that's uh, the one where you go to church church and you pray, yeah, and, you pray <laughs> and suddenly pots of money starts <laughs> falling from above to build your venture anyways yeah i love that dude <laughs> there, there's a there's a really good church in fort where apparently it's 10x the roi <laughs> yeah. yeah but but um i i i think it's fairly safe to say all our listeners when they listen to you amit uh, they're nodding their heads you know because many of these guys are entrepreneurs okay they're all thinking about getting into their journey or they're already on that journey and uh, help is probably the most understated resource which we all have access to we just have yeah. to ask for it yeah you do and and sometimes what in a, in in a lot of cases we didn't even ask for it when people just saw that we were passionate and we were chasing something and we were putting in hard work right and they just came out and said you know i know you're not asking for help but you know what i can help you with this well you know that's... and that was just bizarre for us right especially in a city like bombay that has the reputation of being cold right uh in these matters right and it it's been spectacular fantastic man really yeah. really good so a uh, life in the day of the great next so uh, munaf and i have gone to your site right now mm-hmm. and we are just uh, browsing through this one particular scuba diving trip mm-hmm. right and uh how would you explain this so uh It, it, it's so simple for us i mean we're getting all the information right now what's going behind it you know what's behind it right i can see the cultural difficulty out here i guess sorry i can see the cultural rating i can see the difficulty level mm-hmm. i can see tons of information allowing me to actually you know purchase this particular trip right mm-hmm. and uh, what, what, what what's the you know the back end behind it yeah, i mean you didn't touch with <laughs> kind of there are i, I wish there were 12 there are only 6 but See I've I've spent time on the other side where yeah. customers have called me and told me that hey I'd like to go for XYZ trip so we 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 went back to a lot of that right like what does somebody look for when they are looking for a trip and there's no one answer right different people are looking for different things somebody's looking for a destination somebody's safety somebody dates somebody you know uh, how much am I going to trek per day mm. so we said we we thought of all the possible questions that somebody can ask for when booking a trip and we said we'll cram that all into a single page mm-hmm. and then mihir being the wonderful designer that he is yeah. made he made good. sure that that made made it look good and made it easy to consume so that was the idea right like that essentially if you're willing to read you you will not need to call us or chat with us or speak to anyone and you can just go ahead and book this site because every possible question that you can think is of on is our answer on and, the site and that's insane because i just imagine the problem he's solving yeah like uh, the first question that would go through my head when i'm thinking about booking a kayaking mm-hmm. trip in 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 india you mm-hmm. know is like damn am i going to die yeah so Yeah, the odds of you dying actually, on a serious note, are extremely slim on mm-hmm. any of our adventures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, like I said, I mean, we've discussed that as a statistic before, and you know, um, adventure in general is is a lot safer than a lot of day to day activities. But um, nonetheless, coming back right to what you said, right, like. We we also spend a lot of time on the search algorithm, right? Like mm. as to how people search for trips, right? Like mm-hmm. so, essentially, we said that 
you know, different people search differently for a trip. Some Somebody say, I want to go to Himachal, that's it. Somebody says, I want to go rafting, that's it. Somebody say, I want to go rafting in Himachal, that's it. Mm-hmm. So we have 20 different combinations of searches that you can make. The idea being that, you know, if you're five guys in an office planning a trip and everyone has a different opinion, you can search for all of those simultaneously on our site mm. and get you know, multiple results. So you could look at rafting in Rishikesh versus scuba diving in Andamans on the same search result and compare the two. Wow. Right. So that's unprecedented, right? Like nobody in the adventure space or the tour space is doing that, not just in India or globally. Uh, As far as I understand, okay, there is, uh, you know, the customer, there is the adventure bottle, the great next. Mm -hmm. And there's obviously an operator, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, What's your interaction with the operator? How, I mean, you must be making life so simple for them. Uh, but I'm sure you need to educate them as well about, you know, the global standards that are, you know, put down in terms of safety, in terms of rules and regulations. I try to impart that set of learnings into them as well, right? I mean, yes and no, right? Okay. So, um, right now we are focused on their one problem of marketing and getting inorganic customers, which right? Which is so a massive problem, I guess. Which is a huge problem, yeah. right? Okay. Like, so, like I told you this, while this idea came up 10 years ago, I've been saving adventure operator links for about eight years, right? When wow. I looked at that, okay. when I looked at that database, I had about 400 websites uh, about a couple of years ago. Hmm. When I started opening, I opened 400 links in a matter of a month's time before before deciding on this. Out of those 400, about 150 did not exist, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of those companies die very quickly, right? So we come... We walk into an adventure operator's office and tell them, we're going to help you with your biggest problem, which is sales, right? And that's what we're going to do for you. And that typically breaks the ice, right? Uh, more often than not, right? So so we start with that. And then, you know, we don't want to walk in and tell somebody how to run their business from A to Z, right? So we, we focus on the marketing piece for now. And then we're going to go in and then... Over a period of time, we want to also help them on other areas. But for now, we are focused on marketing and sales. Okay, nice. So, um, it took you 10 years to take this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Why not after one year? Why not after two years? Multiple things, right? The internet mm-hmm. wasn't ready then. Um, the the Indian internet space, eco space wasn't ready then. I wasn't ready then. I didn't have enough money. I didn't know what a marketplace was, right? Um, Kulaba market. This was simple, man. I mean, like, what is this about? In the in the late two thousands, Airbnb played a big role, right? Like, we saw that this. Oh, so there was eBay, and right. eBay was great, right? And our original model was around eBay, and then eventually we saw Airbnb and what they did with a single product, mm-hmm. uh, and we said, "That's us. That's exactly what we want to do." And then, you know, we went from there. So we used eBay and Airbnb. So we had a lot of learning to do as well, right? Mm-hmm. Also, the adventure space in India wasn't mature. It still isn't mature, yeah. right? So 10 years ago, it was definitely not mature. You know what, Amit? Uh, I'd like to end this podcast on one question. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's next for the great What's next? your great next with the great next? Hey, mine was better. Yeah. <laughs> mine was better. Mine was better. <laughs> um... My great next is uh, a trek in Sikkim uh, called the Green Lake Trek. So that is something that will happen next summer. Uh, That's my personal great next. 
for us as a company um it's we we are fighting a battle we don't have one great next we are, we are fighting a battle on multiple fronts on sales on funding on recruitment on content and a whole bunch of things uh, but if if gun to my head uh, if it was one of them it would be sales right and uh, things are picking up things are looking good so Fantastic. i can't complain so mm-hmm. for the great next the great next is more sales insane like i i don't think you could have put it more bluntly i'm going to urge and encourage every listener to go to www.thegreatnext.com and just check the amazing and just set. just tease amit okay just spend a lot of time on the website <laughs> <laughs> click on random things yeah click on all those tours you know and have don't fun don't buy anything <laughs> just let, let us have just keep time. calling him up you know like at least 5 to 6 times asking the most ridiculous questions and hopefully book a trip oh, so fantastic fantastic amit it was uh, an insanely good time having you here and uh, on this note We'll sign think. off. Yeah, we'll sign off. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's Munaf Kapadia, and this is Nabil Merchant on My Neighbor Zuckerberg. That was an episode of My Neighbor Zuckerberg, brought to you by Indusvox Media and media partners Inc. Forty Two.